Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 191. Be patient in becoming someone you've never been. And this is a perfect time of the year to talk about this because we're going to talk about habits. Well, really, in my opinion, any time of the year is a great time to talk about habits. But I know that for a lot of people, uh, when there's a new year and a new start, um, that's the, the overall mentality. So it's a great time to talk about habits. But again, I stress any time of your life, any time of the year, any time of the month is a great time to make a change. Now, I want to talk about being patient, becoming someone you've never been. Uh, this is all about and an identity that you will grow into, an identity that you're very much capable of. And I'm going to use a few excerpts from Atomic Habits, James Clear. The book is in the show notes. Um, If you go into the book recommendations, you will find it there. And in the book, uh, and I'm only uh, using just a, a small little section, he talks about three layers of behavior change. Okay, and he says that there's outcomes, there's processes, and then there's an identity. So he says the first layer is changing your outcomes. This level is concerned with changing your results, losing weight, publishing a book, winning a championship. Most of the goals you set are associated with this level of change. So you you all inevitably at some point or most of us, if not right, all have had this idea of like, oh, well, I want to earn this much money. I want to, um, you know, lose this much weight or I want to get to this percentage body fat or uh, I want to be this by this time frame, whatever it might be. Now, one of the things that I've learned over the years is you have to be very careful because a lot of times that could be like a very arbitrary number. Well, I want this or I'm going to, I, you know, here's a result I want, but is it arbitrary? And when I say that, meaning like, okay, that's a result, but have you reverse engineered to figure out how you'd even get there? Right. Um, and so he then says, well, there's a second layer. The second layer is changing your process. This level is concerned with changing your habits and systems, implementing a new routine at the gym, decluttering your desk for better workflow, developing a meditation practice. Most of the habits you would you build are associated with this level. So the first was most of the goals you set are associated with the first layer, changing your outcomes. The second layer, most of the habits you build are associated with changing your process. And this is a very true one. So I'll give you an example. I knew that there was a result of, well, I wanted to get to 15% body fat. That was the first goal. And then eventually I'll go less than that. But that was the first goal. Okay. So I knew I needed a, to change my habit and systems for how I worked out. Well, one of the things that I implemented was having a trainer starting four years ago. Now, could I have done it on my own? Yes. But I, but by, by paying for and investing in a trainer and a nutritionist, what happens is now by paying, which is, this is going to lead to the third one here in a minute, by paying though, I now have a pro, I have, I'm changing the habit, I'm changing the system. I'm showing up because I'm paying. <laughs> so not only that, but that person or set of people, you know, I've worked with a few, um, they have systems for how to get me to my goal. Um, so 
my then what I've done is my only job is to show up in that manner, right? Because I know, okay, if I show up, there's a process and a system already waiting for me. So I actually minimize the friction by having a person implemented into my approach or set of people into my approach. You get what I'm saying? So like he said, uh, implementing a new routine at the gym. Well, my new routine was like, I'm going to actually hire somebody who really knew what they were doing more so than I did because I was only guessing to the level of what they could do. Right. And then James Clear says, the third and deepest layer is changing your identity. This level is concerned with changing your beliefs, your worldview, your self-image, your judgments about yourself and others. Most of the beliefs, assumptions, and biases you hold are associated with this level. Outcomes are what you get. Processes are about what you do. Do you understand? So that that beautiful um, relationship between, I know that these are outcomes that I want, but what will I do to get them? What type of processes? will I do to get them? Now, we're going to do a journaling exercise. We'll call it a journaling exercise, but I, there's several questions I'm going to ask at the end, but I'm going to just read a, a few more excerpts from Atomic Habits. James Clear, again, you can check out the book recommendations. It'll be in there in the show notes. Um, but I love that outcomes are what you get. Processes are what, about what you do. And you know, there's another area of the book where he says, um, you don't rise the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems, which also is like processes, right? And so some of you may be listening and be like, well, I don't know what processes to do. That's okay, but can you at least first think about what kind of outcome you want? Okay, then can you think about why haven't you been able to get that outcome previously? And what could you do differently? Right. So for me, I, I was always, you know, I was, I was fit ish, you know I mean? Like I, I, but I knew that I wanted to change, um, internally, like my, um, I wanted to change my, um, my energy with, uh, creativity, my output. I wanted to change my gut health. I wanted to create more, uh, muscle for, uh, strengthening my back, strengthening my legs, strengthening my knees. I wanted to, you know, it, it really wasn't from an external standpoint. It was from a lifestyle. So already that's an identity, right? That's already like, I knew I wanted to change my identity or grow into, uh, an even greater identity, I should say. Right. So that's where he says the third and deepest layer is changing your identity in um, your, your belief systems and your self-image. For me, I just, I knew that I wanted a healthier lifestyle. All right, so moving along. So he says, identity is about what you believe. When it comes to building habits that last, when it comes to building a system of 1% improvements, the problem is not that one level is better or worse than another. All levels of change are useful in their own way. The problem is the direction of change the direction. Many people begin the process of changing their habits by focusing on what they want to achieve. This leads us to outcome-based habits. The alternative is to build identity-based habits. With this approach, we start by focusing on who we wish to become. And that's what we're going to do an exercise on here momentarily. Now, so for example, and I, I keep using health because I feel like that's something that we can all relate to. But I mean, also we can, I know we can all relate to money and we could all relate to, uh, creativity, like building something uh, that we're really proud of that we want to do for a, a, a career, et cetera. Right there. All of these apply. All of these apply. So from a health standpoint, I had reached, uh, an area of my life several years ago when my father was passing and I knew that I didn't want to end up having the same issues that he did later on. That was number one. And number two, 
when I think about the future Matt version of me, um, which is what we're going to do as an exercise here coming up, I thought about I would be much more uh, my mobility, flexibility, um, my energy. I thought about all of these things that were important to me in the future. And so that to me was who I wish to become. That's a lifestyle. So knowing that I wanted a certain lifestyle, you know, it wasn't going to be, when you don't do something for the outcome, and I talk about this with my trainer all the time, he says how, you know, so many people will do like, oh, you know, fit in 90 days, lose it all in 90 days, or be completely, you know, ripped in 90 days, all that stuff, right? He said that the problem though with that, with an outcome-based approach, a results-driven approach is, after they cross the finish line, is it still sustainable? Most of the time it's not because they, they got there and then they go back to old habits or like they achieved it. And that it wasn't made out of a lifestyle. wasn't made out of an, out of an identity of what they wanted for their life. And so they do something and then either they crash dieted or, um, you know, they didn't like it. And so therefore they didn't like all the food that they had to eat during that time versus if you learn about nutrition and food and, exercise and movement and ice baths and all these things over time, you realize it's just become your life. You're just naturally eating and living really well. You just, you just are. And it's funny because I eat a lot of the same things. A lot of people um, do that maybe are not as, as healthy, but my quality of ingredients are better. The way I cook it is better. The way I source it is better. You, You get what I'm saying? So I love that he says, with this approach, we start on focusing on who we wish to become by focusing on who we wish to become. So here's a perfect example, and I'm going to go into some questions for you guys. All right, so he says, imagine two people resisting a cigarette. When offered a smoke, the first person says, no thanks, I'm trying to quit. It sounds like a reasonable response, but this person still believes they are a smoker who is trying to be something else. They are hoping their behavior will change while carrying around the same beliefs. Think about that. Like, no thanks, I'm trying to quit, right? Think about that from their identity. He says, the second person declines by saying, no thanks, I'm not a smoker. It's a small difference, but this statement signals a shift in identity. Smoking was a part of their former life, not their current one. They no longer identify as someone who smokes. And I can't, I can give you so many examples of this because like, people say like, oh, you know, we're going to go out at this time. I'm like, oh, no, you know, I, listen, I, I go to sleep at 8.30, 9 o'clock. Like really so early? I'm like yeah. And even even um even before I really started to do so, it was where I was wanted to head. Like is where I like I knew that's where I wanted to start going is to that time frame. So it naturally became me. I was like no thanks. Like I go to sleep usually by about eight thirty nine o'clock. Be like wow so early. I'm like yeah. You know, um or uh you know hey you want to go to happy? I'm like ah, I don't really drink. Not really. I like I don't drink. And it's like oh and, and and they would even ask me like you know, oh, do you, you know, did you ever like have a problem? Like, no, I I actually never had a problem. I just, I no longer, uh, just because of nutrition and and body and gut health and all that, I I just don't do it, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to be slower the next day, et cetera. Um, But I don't, I don't ever have to explain it to them, but it's just funny how it's, it's just an, it's just who I am. Like, no, I, you know, I don't drink. Um, So that's what I thought this was really great when, when the person said, no, no, thanks. I'm not a smoker. It doesn't matter if you used to be something. If you no longer do it, you're no longer that. But that's such a huge shift from saying, no, thanks, I'm trying to quit. Like, even if you're like several days in, you know, or several weeks in and you're saying you're trying to quit. No, you quit. It's been several days. It doesn't matter. The moment you quit, you quit. And so when you operate from that identity of, no, I, I, I'm not a smoker, you know, 
or, you know, uh, you know, and again, it's not lying to yourself and to other people. It's that once you've made a shift in how you think and do something, and once you make a shift in a behavior and a process, own it, own it very well. And he says, most people don't even consider identity change when they set out to improve. They just think, I want to be skinny, parentheses, outcome. And if I stick to this diet, then I'll be skinny, process. They set goals and determine the actions they should take to achieve those goals without considering the beliefs that drive their actions. They never shift the way they look at themselves and they don't realize that their old identity can sabotage their new plans for change. So for example, back to health, um, I knew I wanted to uh, feel great internally and externally, but it, I, for me, what was the belief that was driving my action was that life is so important and it's a precious thing. It's a gift that we have. I want to, um, I want to feel the energy. I want to feel, uh, you know, creative all the time. I want to feel, uh, mobile and flexible and happy and you know I mean I know that we can't always be happy but you get the idea I wanted I wanted the feeling associated with the way a healthy person feels and so to me I felt very worthy to feel it didn't matter that it was going to take several years of trainers and nutritionists and all those things it didn't matter that's why it was so sustainable and that's why he says right here behind every system of actions are a system of beliefs so um, and then I think he said right here, just to end this part, behavior that is incongruent with the self will not last. You may want more money, but if your identity is someone who consumes rather than creates, then you'll continue to be pulled towards spending rather than earning. And I think that's such a really great concept because even like, even with money, it's like, okay, if you're looking to build on wealth, instead of constantly spending on things, learn about how to save, invest, um, create, build, diversify. You, you get what I'm saying? Like inject yourself into those things. They will just naturally become you because you're constantly showing interest and curiosity into them. Now, of course, if the part of the identity is also because you want to be a creator and a contributor in this world and a provider uh, in, in a multitude of ways or a, a helper of sorts or whatever it might be, Right. And you're identifying, you know, your, your identity is, is saying like, Hey, listen, like I'm, these are really important for me to contribute in this magnitude. Well, whenever, like, I mean, there's so many different things that, uh, you know, people will tempt me with like, Hey, you should check this thing out or Hey, come with us over here. And this will cost this. And I'm like, I'm investing everything into everything I'm building into my life into my future self, into the home, into the, the health, into, you know, so even I operate on a budget based off of the person I'm becoming because that, that person, future Matt, is really important to me, really important to me. So I know how I'm budgeting my money and where I want my money to go each month. And by the way, because I'm not so attached to the physical world and things, it's actually a very nice way to live because you're because you, I'm living versus consuming all the time, right? So to end this uh, episode, I want to talk about identity-based habits. Questions for you to journal right now and meditate and pray on, okay? So the first question for you is, who do you wish to become? Who do you wish to become? 
Think about that. Now, again, for many of the listeners, you already know what I'm about to say with the Clarity Workshop. For those of you that don't know or are brand new because I know there's going to be a lot of new people, I do have a Clarity Workshop in the show notes. You'll see it's a free workshop. The first question is the average perfect day, which really does describe a day in your future. What what does that look like and how you're living it? I think that that really is very, that's a very helpful exercise, a very, very helpful exercise. Who do you wish to become? Write it all out. And, you know, think about that, like, what type of person are you, um, you know, what is it that, uh, you know, you're, how are you living? Who are you living with? What's all around you, right? The second question, what are the types of beliefs um, though, that those, that, that person that you want to become carry about themselves, right? So, for example, you could look at them and be like, well, you know, they're very confident, non-judgmental, healthy, happy, thriving, clear, intentional, and calm, worthy, capable, and valuable, what type of beliefs do they carry about themselves? The person you want to become, what does that person believe about themselves? What do you be, what does future you believe about yourself? Um, and and it should be in a very positive light-driven way, like the light. You know. So, the third question is, what are some of the behaviors that future you does on a daily basis? What are some of the behaviors that future you does on a daily basis? For example, what time do you wake up? What do you do in the morning? Or better yet, if it's hard for you to think when I say you, the person you want to become, what time do they wake up? What do they do in the morning? What types of people do they interact with? How do they approach their living environment? Right? You know, how do they treat other people? How do they, you know, how do they interact as a whole with society? What are they contributing? Think about like all these different behaviors. You know, uh, I'm sure that they act with integrity and they're very confident and they don't have to, you know, speak out all the time because they're already living their dreams and, you know, they're, they're content. They're not chasing. They're not stressing. Like what are all the behaviors? Think about what those behaviors are. The next question is, what activities does that person do on a daily basis? What activities does that person do on a daily basis? So, for example, do they read more than they watch TV? Like, I don't even watch TV at all. In fact, I have one TV in the house, um, and it's completely unplugged. It's actually just sitting on the wall. I I don't use it. (laughs) I haven't watched TV in years. Um, I like reading. It's not to say that I don't ever do Netflix. Every now and then I'll do a little Netflix. but, um, But for me, I like reading. Um, more so than I like, like watching TV. I like writing. Obviously, I'm a writer, so I'm writing all the time. I carry little notebooks with me. I carry my notes app. I'm always writing. What activities does that person do on a daily basis? Your future you, that first future person that you want to be, what activities? Exercise and movement, or are they always on the couch? I'm sure they're always, there's always some sort of exercise or movement or active recovery, massage therapy, infrared saunas, ice baths, or cold plunges, or you know, working out you know, with friends or, or playing, I don't know, pickleball or tennis or like what, what are the activities that, that that person does? What are all the different things that that person does? Next question. What do they do for their health on a daily basis? This is a big one. Do they have a lot of movement? Do they do meditation and prayer routines like every day? What about exercise, which we already talked about? How are they consuming food? Do they have a trainer, right? Like with their exercise, you know, what, what are they doing in the future 
Um, this actually really goes with the activities when I just basically said, but, I, but the health is such a, an important thing. What does healthy you, what does the future person you want to become look like? Like not look like physically, but I mean like, uh, although you can put that, but I'm saying, what do they, what do they do with their, their health? Like what's that look like for their, their lifestyle? And then the final question I was going to give you guys here is what types of processes and systems might they have in place? What types of processes and systems? So for example, what do you do to preserve your health? What do you do to preserve your wealth? Do you have trainers? Do you have trusted advisors? Um, what do you do? Like, how do you uh, have systems and automations in place for, you know, your bills, for your house, for, um, you know, your health, for, <clears throat> you know, your businesses? Think about these things. Because like, for example, let's say you're like, you know what? I just want to be a creative director in um, doing this thing in this industry, you know? Okay, great. What would you need to do to make sure those other things you don't want to do are taken care of? There, that's a great question to ask yourself, right? Which by the way, is also part of those average perfect day questions um, in the Clarity Workshop. So what types of processes and systems might you have in place? This all goes back to the very first start of this episode. You can be, first of all, I said, be patient in becoming someone you've never been. But think about the person you've never been and how you'd like to become that person. Be patient in becoming someone you've never been, but move in the direction of being that person. Be intentional. Be observant. Be curious be constantly instilling new habits. Remember, James Clear was saying the difference between outcome-based habits, it's good to know what you want, but what about identity-based habits? Who would you have to be for that to, to be sustainable? I appreciate you guys tuning into every single episode. This was a fun one. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, please leave a written five-star review on Apple. Please leave a five-star rating on Spotify, guys. It really does help uh, expand the awareness of the show. I appreciate you guys so much. We are growing. Um, the numbers are growing. The community is growing. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, and for those that are new, show notes carry different. Um, if you look on like Apple, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, wherever you're, you're listening to this, the show notes will have links to the free clarity workshop, the recommended reading list, and my newly launched Right Design Build workshop, which I really need to start promoting more because <laughs> I just I haven't talked about it too much yet, but um, just so many other exciting things also happening. So appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.